0: Welcome to this episode of Hustle and Pro. I'm your host, Kelly Walker. Today we are interviewing a Frisco ISD student athlete, Addison Christian. We're here at Frisco High School to talk to Addison and learn about her soccer career and some leadership on and off the field. I'm so glad you're here. Okay, I know you personally, and so I don't know a lot though about you. Right. Um, so we'll talk about how I know you and all that good stuff, but um, you play soccer here at Frisco High. And so I guess first I wanna know like kind of your soccer story, like okay how long have you been playing and all that good stuff
1: so i've been playing for about 14 years maybe i'm 17 years old so i started when i was oh my gosh i'm losing my voice (laughs) i started when i was about if you want to start your
0: answer over you can yeah i'll start over
1: my voice did that this morning too it's so annoying
0: so i'll just i'll prompt you
1: (coughs) you okay so i started playing soccer when i was about four years old and i'm 17 so about 13-ish years Um, I got into soccer because of my mom and kind of just her like perseverance like to push me to go play like she played a collegiately she played at Michigan State for a year and then transferred out and started the program at North Texas so she was a big reason for why I wanted to stay in the program started the program yeah started the program as the first goalkeeper there oh my goodness that's awesome and what's really cool about that is just that I mean, as a soccer player, like everyone's dream is to go play collegiately, and that was like, like since kindergarten, I like on all of my stuff, I was like, "What did you want to be when you grow up?" I was like, "UNT soccer player." Like it okay, was a big cool. dream for me. Yeah, that's very cool. And that was pretty much it. I mean, I played rec for a while just because I avoided burnout. Like that was a big thing for me. I wanted to love what I was doing. So once that happened, and I was getting a bit better than the other girls, I kind of moved to club and. That's where I got my groove and just started. What really age training. was that transition? Transition might have been fourth or fifth grade. Okay,
0: so I feel like that usually happens like the ten-year-old. For age. sure, I feel like is that yeah like when it was, because at least for my experience, for both of my kids, that's when the separation starts to happen more, and right. then the and then like youth soccer, rec soccer kind of starts to force you that way because you it have to does. start to choose like, and then as you get into the bigger fields, all the different stuff with soccer, as it grows, it it steers you down that path. Like, if you're more serious, yeah, you know pick In the club team. So what clubs have you played for?
1: I've, I've been all around. I mean, I feel like a big part of North Texas women's soccer is just that you get an experience everywhere. So I've been at FC Dallas, BVB, which is where I'm at right now. I, I've tried out, I mean, everywhere. And I've gotten spots. But it's mainly been FC Dallas, BVB, and um, oh, defeaters as well okay. for a year.
0: Okay, I want to talk more about that. I want to go back to that for um, sure and ask you about some of that stuff because uh, that stuff fascinates me,
1: mostly because I'm a club mom, soccer right, mom right, right now
0: and have been for the past three years. So uh, all that's interesting. But, okay, so what positions do you play?
1: I play center back, outs- I play pretty much every defense position, okay. and I can, I can play some midfield, but my main focus has always been like center and outside back. Do you
0: get to play the same positions for club and for school?
1: Yes, for school I've been playing center back and for club I've always played center back but I mean it's really getting a feel for like what you're playing for sure so outside back has definitely been like not really a learning experience because it's kind of the same but I mean it's something to definitely learn and try out just for when yeah
0: I think it gives you more versatility for sure. especially like when you're trying out for a different team or whatever like there might not need I mean it's just the depth in their bench like if they have
1: two right. or three
0: good center backs the, yeah you, I mean that makes it harder for you so if you for can sure. do something else um all my pro athlete interviews say that like especially baseball players like learn something yeah. else so that you're not
1: just don't want to just the be second like yeah. do
0: something else so that you're a more um valuable teammate right, right? yeah for sure yeah okay and so I think have read that you call
1: yourself aggressive
0: and vocal, (laughs) right? So um, tell me more about
1: why you say that. So pretty much, it kind of goes back to club. I have this like running joke with my family, like when I was really little, I was really into it. And I was just like, I don't want to say mean, but I was pretty mean, like I was, I was very into it. And a big part with kind of my club that is BVB and a little bit of FC Dallas is that to be like, in the position that I am as a center back, you have to be aggressive. And yeah. a center back is one of those really special like utility positions where you need to be a leader on the field. For sure. You are, you're, controlling you're controlling a lot of where people need to be. And a big part of it is just like the mental aspect of it. And kind of this year has taught me a lot, at least with Frisco soccer, just transitioning from going to center back and starting as center back is just that You can't really focus on the mental aspect and you just want to help your team, but a big thing that I've learned at least with center back is that it teaches you to be a leader because you can see everything and you can just communicate so being vocal has always been probably one of the things that got me committed like as soon as I step on the field I want to know everyone's name and I want to show and shift the play for sure and being aggressive is just coming with being a defender. I mean, so. yeah, if
0: you're not an aggressive soccer yeah. player, you're not a
1: center back, you're not gonna be a good center yeah, back, no. right? If you're, <laughs> you
0: can't get in there and mix it up. Um, right. So yeah, you say you have to know everybody. So you're constantly, from the get-go, like talking to your teammates.
1: For sure. Moving around,
0: like seeing what, telling them what you're seeing. Yeah. Opportunities for them to get a better position.
1: And it's always just like, at least with center back and what I've learned, at least at Frisco, since Frisco is such a competitive district, we play our main competitors are reedy Wakeland and lone star and they have great and i mean like great forwards really big schools that they're committed to and you got to really read the play and organize what you want to do so communication being vocal and aggressive are definitely probably two of my biggest things that i consider like the most important important about myself as like a player
0: yeah i can see that Okay, I have a question written down, and you're going to be able to tell I didn't do enough homework when I wrote this <laughs> because because I know the answer now, but I want to hear about it. So, you have a good soccer IQ, but I want to know how you built that because some kids, it's watching this and that. You talked to me about your mom, so but I guess just tell me more about like how do you feel like you have built your soccer IQ up?
1: Okay, yeah, for sure. Soccer IQ, I feel, just comes like with playing the game, and I'll say it like, With rec soccer, I don't really believe in like that coaches should or parents should just put their kids in club just because it's like they're in third grade and like they're not getting any better. I feel like a big part is playing the game. So if you're not really on a team that you're getting a lot of playing time on, you should move because the only thing that's going to make you better is more minutes and building your soccer IQ, which is what I feel like I get just from playing games and practicing. I feel like watching soccer is a little bit more difficult than actually like being in the scenario and playing it because it's kind of like chess like you cut ca- it, it's a very strategic and calculated game like on where to go where to pass and like just constantly having your head up and where you want to go where mm-hmm. you want to do but um, I definitely yeah, I mean. built it through so playing just
0: playing yeah yeah when you were little though do you remember did your mom give you a lot of instruction? Like, was she your coach? Yes. And was she constantly my telling mom, you what, she, you know, tips? Yeah. That's how I am as a mom in the yeah. sports that I love. Like, I don't tell Jack a whole lot of soccer stuff, but I do tell him, like, baseball things. And little yeah, tips for and sure. And constantly just, like, and as we watch it, like, right. hey, did you see that? Like, just little nuances. For sure. So I'm sure, was your mom my mom?
1: That? My mom, definitely. I mean, my dad also played collegiate oh, okay. at football at okay. UNT, so that's how they met. But... They were always really big on remembering the game. Because if you remember a certain moment where you're like, oh, I kind of messed up on that, I know they're going to bring it up in the car right home. But she definitely was a massive influence on my play and kind of my soccer IQ. She used to draw out on like, like napkins where she wanted me to go and like little X's and O's of where I needed to be or where I needed to shift. Oh, wow. So she was very into it. Like even at what was age little. is she drawing
0: out plays on napkins?
1: About like fifth grade. Oh, wow. <laughs> so okay. she was, yeah, she yeah. was definitely, I mean, I grew pretty fast. So just getting in the game and really playing, I mean, you start to really realize where everyone is. And mm-hmm. just with girls in soccer here, it's just so big. And Everyone's really into it, even in rec. I mean, I transitioned to FC Dallas. That was my first club. And that's when I really began to realize it's a faster paced game when you get in a club. And the yeah. game is just, I wouldn't say it's changed. I would just say that it's very fast paced. Everyone's very intense. And you got to really know what you're doing before you do it.
0: Yeah, fast in that, if your first touch is hesitant, like if you hesitate, right? <clears throat> if you're trying to keep get control of the ball. Like in rec, you've got a while. Yeah. But like. <laughs> that first few club seasons you are like oh wait there's people on me For faster, sure. right yeah. like you can't you can't stop and think as much it's gonna you're losing the ball right but that teaches you so much right to it just does step yeah. it up and like like you said know what you're doing before because if you're waiting until the ball is at your feet to figure out what's going on you're yeah you're too late right no
1: you're not going to have any time but that's definitely something i learned and just Playing is really how I kind of built that soccer IQ and realized that that was what I wanted to do.
0: Was there ever a question if you were gonna play both club and school through high school? Cause some, you know, some don't.
1: Right, um, I think my big thing is that I really, I mean, freshman and sophomore year, I was kind of like hesitant on if I wanted to continue high school, but it's really just depending on what high school you play for. For me before I committed I was a really big academic student like Always made sure that was my first priority like if I'm even gonna like think of soccer I need to have those grades first, so I mean that was my main priority for a very long time, so kind of controlling and shuffling the play and just like Having both is really difficult especially if you're taking super hard classes, so At one point, yeah, that was definitely a consideration. Like, maybe I shouldn't. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot, yeah. And especially if you're only in high school, like, you got no social life if you're doing both. And then on top of all these really difficult classes. But I honestly, I'm glad I didn't. Like, I really love the program and the girls that I've gotten to know. And all of our seniors are like studs. They're amazing. And I've learned so much from so many of them. But I would definitely. Even if I did quit, I would probably come back. Like I love Coach Laris, and I love the program we have here, and obviously we're pretty good because we're top right now. But I really want to see where we go on our state run, so I'll definitely be waiting for that. Tell me about—I
0: don't know if it's through CTE or like ISM programs, but you have what is your interest, like career interest?
1: Um, definitely dermatology is a big one. That's um, that's through the ISM program, okay. but. Um, I really love kind of just what, well with Frisco in general and kind of what we have going on is ISM is a super great opportunity for like people like me to get immersed into like professionalism and really like get to know what career they want to do. Mm-hmm. So a big thing I always like kind of tell people when they ask about ISM is to just do it. Cause yeah. I mean, there's nothing you lose right. and it's all gaining. So if, cause if you don't like the topic you chose you actually learned a lot that you don't like. Right, thing, exactly. Right? And my thing is, is like, I don't want to go in to say like cardiac surgery and then I waste eight years and I'm in the office and I'm like, I hate my job. Like, why did I do this? Yeah. yeah. So a big thing with derm, especially that I've learned from some of my doc, like the doctors that I work with, I've seen a bunch of surgeries and it's like definitely something I want to do and everyone's super nice and just kind of, I guess it's like, I just think it's a Texas thing. Like everyone's <laughs> always the nicest people. And That's great though. Well, they also,
0: you know are volunteering and willing to help with this program. for sure yeah um because not everybody I mean not everybody says yes to help yeah. and be mentors and like let you in and watch them do their for thing sure. I guess so you've actually like seen the surgeries and procedures and you like it and you're like yes I want to keep doing absolutely, this absolutely yeah what it's kind still- like <laughs> what kind of procedures I, I am for sure okay, I'm never going to be a dermatologist obviously <laughs> but I love watching that stuff, right. the growth stuff? Like, what do you like about so it? So,
1: <laughs> mine is like mainly a focus, my mentor is Dr. Uh, Stan Tolgachev. Okay. So he does Mohs reconstructive facial surgery. Yes. So it's mainly skin cancer removal and he's like the best of the best. I mean, he's like top, top class for that. So
0: he's removing certain layers of skin and checking all around and make sure yes. it's clear. And yes. then like fixing, making sure it looks for sure, yeah. As good as it can look after you've removed that chunk yes. of skin. So he's That's cool.
1: He's really good at it. He He's taught me a bunch of stuff and I've seen, I mean, he's flown in doctors from different countries to come observe some of the surgeries he's done. Cause they're just, he'll remove like massive like lesions. Lots. Like I've seen like a scalp, like he just removes it, gets rid of the cancer and he'll make it look cosmetically sound again. So Is like graphing other skin back on. It's like, it's more of like he'll if there's like an incision right here, he'll cut up and then do a skin flip and then yeah. sew. So, he makes it look just that's like amazing. flawless and that's really what I appreciate about it cuz you have to be kind of creative with oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. And I've I always I watch a lot of I watch yeah. a lot of this
0: on TV. Right. So I act like I know. I don't
1: know, but like I do <laughs> No, think you I have was to the same creative. way. I love it. I love it so much. I think that's so cool. So,
0: this is your junior year. So this is your first year of ISM. Are you yes. going to do it again?
1: I applied for my second year, so I'll, I think I'll end up getting in, just because I love researching it, and I kind of just love that field and getting to know everything. But I think I will. Are you
0: allowed to do the same field second year? Yes. Okay. I didn't know if you had to like do a different take on it or anything. Right, yeah. So you expect and you hope to keep going with that. For sure, yeah. I think that's so cool. That's so fascinating. All right, I wanna talk about leadership. Okay. So I know you touched on it earlier, being a center back, like that's your, your perspective on the field, so you, you are a leader and, and vocal, because everyone can hear you <laughs> hollering back there. Um, but tell me about like on-campus leadership. For sure. For you.
1: So on-campus leadership has always been like a big deal to me. I'm in student council, um, I've been in like a million clubs, but I think the main one that I've really just hit the nail on the head is student council. I've been sophomore class president and junior class president, and those were like massive achievements for me just because I didn't really expect it. I mean, I was kind of thrown into the role my like freshman year when I was running because I didn't even really know I was running. What do you it mean? It was like a whole thing. <laughs> How do you not know you're running? I I kind of just got my teacher that's no longer here. I wish she was. She was like the best, but um, she. She just put me in the ballot, and I didn't even really was like, I didn't oh, know wow. I was running. She
0: really did, okay. Because we didn't really have Good anyone running, so. She knew you could do
1: it. I was the only freshman in student council at that point because that was our COVID year. So uh, no one was really in clubs yeah. and, yeah. I mean, I just happened to be at a few meetings and yeah. I got thrown in and I was like, oh, cool. I was so like, you
0: got into it freshman year and then you're class president, sophomore year. Yes. And you're currently
1: class president. Yes. That's awesome. Good
0: job. I Thank love you. that. That's great. And then you're also in HOSA, right? Yes.
1: I'm, a, I'm more of a – we do club meetings, so I'm more of a club meeting manager, you could say. Still an offer, officer position, but definitely probably my main focus is going to be on the medical field, just not super – at least with ISM, I'm pretty much more – my time is spent more on that than HOSA. But it's definitely a great program. Yeah. And, we do a lot of competitions in Hosa. I know last year I, I did a competition with a few of my classmates where we went to, I want to say the Colony High School, mm-hmm. and we were, I forget our topic that now. It was, it was so long ago. That's cool. I didn't yeah, know that was, was awesome. a thing.
0: That part of that was part of it. Okay, and then off campus that's how I know you right. So I know you through player to player and I feel like you're one of our leaders like sure. I assumed you were a senior <laughs> yeah. you get that a lot I think um because you are a leader um but on our little team big team I guess now um you are vocal and you do step up and you do all the things that we just talked about what you do on the field but um tell me about like with player to player how you see yourself kind of leading right. kiddos in your team there
1: so with player to player it was just like a a great opportunity for me to kind of reach out to like the little guys and help them out and I have realized like with that comes like a sense of responsibility and like hey like I can really help them get where they want to be and I currently have this one younger girl who I love and she's like I see like myself in her sometimes just because she's like she's not she's kind of scrappy and she's just (laughs) she's just all over the place and I was like oh yep, I was you at one point like I definitely resonate with her and I kind of see myself in all these younger kids just because I was like really reflectant at least recently with my soccer like journey and just where I've gotten so far and I mean I really want to help all the kids I work with and especially with camps like yeah I just I've always loved working with kids like if I could do like something in pediatrics i would like i just love kids and
0: you probably can right you can mix that for sure. into your medical field
1: yeah for yeah. sure but i've always loved working with younger guys and i mean they're like my two favorite things like soccer and helping out you seem kiddos. like you have
0: fun out there with the
1: kids always especially yeah. at camps
0: like i don't do your are, one-on-one lessons no. but i'm sure you have fun there but at camps like you get to
1: you, for sure, you get to
0: compete still, yeah. with the kids and you make them compete with each Very other competitive. and with the coaches with your for peers. sure yeah like, you get to have fun and camps still like definitely. you're teaching but you're having fun exactly but you're still like I can see you're a leader out there.
1: Camps okay. are my favorite for sure definitely our most recent one probably second favorite my first favorite had to be summer like yeah. the summer camps were just the best.
0: Yeah, because it's a lot of fun and games, and oh yeah, and you
1: get to get involved. <laughs> that's my that's my favorite part about player to player. It's not that like it's not a regular job for like teenagers. It's it's just like it's a great opportunity to get involved with your community and get involved with like the younger generation of athletes coming to Frisco. And yeah. That's definitely something I love.
0: And you're doing the thing you love, right? Yeah, it's exactly. Like, what are you doing for work today? Well, I'm gonna go play soccer with kids. Yeah, it's okay. like the best, better than like you know french fries or yeah <laughs> whatever. Um, okay so now I want to talk about UNT okay and so you're you I feel like this was an early commit right so Definitely. now it makes more sense knowing about your mom right like just tell me about that journey like it sounds like you always knew and that right. was your goal but how did it all come to be
1: so I mean you've heard the story about like you know like kindergarten but I think a big part of it that a lot of girls don't realize is that you have to be really honest with yourself in the recruiting process and I got a head start on my recruiting process because we're only allowed to start talking to colleges summer of your sophomore year. That okay. that was engraved in like everyone's heads. Before Since your sophomore? The,
0: going into your sophomore year? So
1: going into your junior year. Going, okay. So, so sophomore.
0: After going, you're done being a
1: sophomore. For sure. June okay, 15th sorry. is when you're allowed to reach out. Okay. So that's like a very big milestone for sure. a lot of just people that want to go play collegiate sports. So. For me,
0: So this past June, it was on then? Yes, and that's
1: when I had mass emailing, just constantly trying to show myself off at showcases and just really trying to get a feel of where I wanted to go. I knew I'd never really wanted to go out of state, but there's just no harm in emailing everywhere and where you want to go and really figuring out and kind of just weighing in the pros and cons of different schools. I had toured a few not on visits for soccer or anything, but mainly just like academically where I wanted to go. And kind of just to see if I still wanted to play collegiate soccer and see where I would be a good fit. But I had always gone to these ID camps, which were just kind of, if you don't know what that is, it's just like a prospect camp Mm -hmm. for younger girls wanting to play collegiate soccer. And I've been to so many in Texas. So North Texas, I had gone to like three prior, had talked to the coach and he was obviously like, well, we know who you are so let's just like just keep emailing so a few months later i would say like i had gone to an id camp in the summer so i was eligible for recruitment um, i had a really good talk with the head coach john headland who I mean, he had known me when I was like a baby carrier, so yeah. he was like, I feel so old. That's was awesome, like <laughs> though, that's so cool that like, your time has finally yeah, come to where you to awesome. get into it. And I mean, I had a lot of adversity. Like, I had seen all these other girls go on visits there, and like it got me down, but it made me really want to like push to get there. And I believe it was last January, I want to say, second week of January, I had gone on my visit. Um, to North Texas and I had just toured the school. I took pictures in the uniform and um, some super cool stuff like that yeah. and That's I, really so exciting. Didn't, yeah, I really didn't think they were gonna offer me on that one because I just kinda was like new to everything and they offered me and I, was, I think I went home and on the ride home I had called my mom. She wasn't with you? No, I, I was alone. <laughs> Did you want to
0: go alone? Like Was she, that on purpose?
1: No, she was there for maybe the first hour okay. and then she had a work okay, event. Okay. And I called her and she didn't answer. So oh, no. I called my grandma, You're I like, called my, somebody answered Yeah. Answer. No one was answering because everyone was at work and it was oh, a school funny. day. So I called my grandma and I told her and she didn't even know like she just like, now okay. what D is that? And I was like, <laughs> It's D one and she was like, Oh, good job. Oh, I was that's like, hilarious. Thanks. You were like, I need somebody else to call and get excited <laughs> about. That's great. And then I think I committed a day later, yeah. yeah. I was just like, I know this is where I want to be. <laughs> it felt right. Like you yeah, were for sure. I mean, you knew that was
0: where you wanted to be. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. And that you already kind of know the, pro- well, not kind of, you know, the program. Right. Like you're so familiar. Yeah, um, and for you, sure. I know you already know some teammates. I've heard you uh, mention some to you um, so that's so exciting now I think the hard part's gonna be waiting to get there
1: yeah definitely so, like, senior
0: year for you is gonna be
1: I mean I don't know like yeah senior not <laughs> stressful
0: though right you've decided you've got for your sure. path like you get to enjoy it
1: yeah no I definitely that's a big plus is that you know where you're going but that's also like it's more of like you know where you're going so now you can prepare for that mm-hmm. so a big part of at least kind of the gist in North Texas, it's gonna be a lot of preparation and you wanna go in as healthy and like fit as you can. So I feel like that's definitely the year of kind of the prep that I'm gonna do before I go in and really just kind of soaking in my senior year. I don't wanna like graduate early or anything. I kinda just wanna- Just live it. Just live it out and just see how it goes. Yeah. Make it fun. For sure. All right, so I just wanna close with like um,
0: some other things I've seen. Talked about you is optimism and perseverance and determination, and that ultimately, like, hard work pays off for you, right? And so, um, I love that stuff. I have a tattoo about positivity, and like, I do think optimism makes a difference in your life, right? And for in sure. the people around you, and it makes Definitely. paths for you, and things like that. So, is that is, um, optimism like a, a value for you? It's being? a
1: reoccurring thing. I mean, I've faced A lot of adversity at least coming up in club. Um, Some would say I had a late start but really I think that's what helped me out is because as as all of these girls were starting to get kind of just over soccer I was really just getting into it. I mean as fifth grade sounds to be a normal time a lot of girls are going into club in third sometimes fourth second. I know doesn't
0: mean it's the best it doesn't it doesn't
1: and Um, for a long time like everyone really told me I was never gonna be able to do what I did and I mean that was definitely a big thing with my commitment is a lot of people didn't. They didn't just didn't think. Didn't see and, it. Well they didn't see it coming and I was yeah. just kinda like just, You did. Just like yeah, my You job. saw it coming. I mean it was definitely a big thing for me and I just working hard has always been just like my motto. I mean I've there's been nights where I've been up since like 3 a.m. Writing emails to some colleges and in the back of my head, I was just like, I just want North Texas to respond or yeah, something like but that. But you're doing
0: the work for the other options. For sure, yeah. Backup plans, which is smart. You which can't just have the one focus because if something part. happens and that doesn't work out, you don't want to be left with yeah like, no other plan. Yeah. And just yeah. no
1: backup plan. Yeah. That's a big part of recruiting though. Yeah. And it's great. Uh, yeah. I love it. Well, cool. I'm so
0: glad that you um, had a chance to sit down with me. Like, I can't For believe sure. we're in the middle of all your soccer season. And, <laughs> and uh, you said yes, and your coach said yes, of and course. the district said yes. I always have to clear everything with the district. So I am um, appreciate your time of and course. getting to Thank learn you. more about you. Like, I've been around you a lot with player to player, but I didn't know all the little details. So right. It's exciting to watch you guys go off and do your thing. So Thank
1: you. Congrats. Thank you so much.
0: Thanks for watching this episode of Hustle and Pro. Be sure to follow us on YouTube and subscribe so you get notifications for our next episode and find us on Instagram at hustle underscore and underscore pro. Thanks for watching. See you next time.